Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Penalty Loop Podcast, a podcast about biathlon by Jordan Gottschalk from Penalty Loop and a regular guest, RJ Weiss from Biathlon Analytics. Good afternoon, Jordan. RJ. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm hey. doing uh, very well. We are so excited. Uh, we we're just talking yeah. all over each other right now because we actually <laughs> we we just wrapped up an interview with Anna Gondler, and uh, it was yeah. fantastic. So, um, yeah, we had a great time. We, there's a special special guest appearance at the very end of it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, with so people make sure guests from from our previous interview with Anna. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah it. Uh, yeah, stay tuned all the fun. way to the very end. But uh, special guest yeah. appearance. So, um, you know, this is actually this has happened to us a couple of times where we're interviewing one person and another another uh, athlete right. appears in the in the background. So I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. kind of fun. It's just fun seeing how interconnected everybody is. Totally. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I really I really enjoyed that we um, you know obviously we talked about her racing in uh, in the world championships and everything, mm-hmm. but. Uh, had a bit of a chat about biathlon uh, rifle stocks. Yes, yes. Um, and I don't know, just a, a, a mix of things, food, Austrian food. Mm-hmm. Uh, talked a bit about yeah. taxes in Austria, like lots we of did. different things, how to manage social media, et cetera. So uh, yeah. I had an amazing hour um, yeah. chatting with her. And she's like just a... Full of energy, so um, she is. I think that we could sit down and be like, "Hey, we're actually going to talk about zoo animals today," and she'd be like, "That's interesting, I guess." So and <laughs> yeah. let's have the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, I, yeah. I hope that everybody will enjoy it, um, as you probably enjoyed the first time we interviewed her. And oh, um, I, I know. Was there anything else it. you wanted to mention? I know people enjoyed it because it is still the second or third most downloaded episode that we've ever done. So. Uh, I know Perfect. you're going to enjoy this one because yeah. this is this is just good is good if not better. So, no, I think awesome. that's it. Yep, enjoy it, everybody. Yep, have a good one. Yodely. So, as you all just heard in our intro, uh, we are really excited to be joined today by Anna Gondler, who has come back. So we didn't we didn't scare her off last year when we talked with her. Um, so she is. <laughs> Joining us again, just uh, what two three days after finishing up uh, the World Championships and and uh, Novi Miesto. So, uh, welcome back! Thank you so much for being here with us. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Um, it's nice to be here again. So, I have a question um, right at the bat. I know in uh, usually the end of the season, Oslo, there is a huge party. Is there something similar after the World Championships, or does everybody just want to go home and? I hope so. Um, I don't know if uh, the Canadian people like to party, but I think so. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, there will be a party and I think it will be a nice one because nobody will leave exact, uh, right after the races. So right. uh, I think we stay all together, do some party like all the year. It will be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people that combine it with a vacation right after. Um, yeah, I think there's somebody that was, I also thought about it. But it's not so easy with the rifles and everything. So uh, hmm. we decided to go home. And it's also because we have to train a little bit after this season. Right. right. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. a little bit difficult to plan everything. So we said, no, we, we go home. Yeah. Right. Uh, but sorry, I, I maybe wasn't clear with the uh, question. I What I meant was, um, so after a world championship, is there also like a, 
uh, an end of world championship party kind of thing or ah, did everybody um, just... yes uh, no not really because uh, Nova no. Mesto everybody was leaving after the races and right. uh, mm. we we have to think about the upcoming races too so uh, right. yeah, mm-hmm. it would not be good to, to getting f- uh, sick or something I, yeah. I saw uh, some people I think the French guys they did a little party <laughs> But, yeah. Uh, yeah, me not. <laughs> yeah. They did have yeah. a lot to celebrate. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and 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 so did you. Um, I guess we can we can jump right into it. But uh, we so I just want to say that we actually put in the request with uh, the Austrian Federation before your first race. So uh, so this wasn't just because you were amazing at World Championships. It was uh, we we were really excited to talk to you. But you. Uh, you were fantastic. Did you know going into Worlds that you were about to just have this great week of racing? Um, actually, no, not at all. Because uh, before the races, in especially Antold, uh, it was really bad. Uh, it was really in bad shape. I have difficulties with the, the altitude. And Ruppelding, I had a bad shape in shooting. Um, Oberhof, I was coming from a sickness, so it was really three races there, which were awful. So uh, I, I was, uh, we had the preparation then in Obertiljach for one week. Mm-hmm. So I said myself, okay, Anna, you relax now, you make a good training, and then you will see how it is uh, going in Novemesto. And finally, I got my shape back, um, and I'm really happy about the results because, you know, sometimes when it's not working, you really think about, why oh, is it uh, is it something for mm-hmm. me? Uh, should I continue? Is it getting better? Uh, should I rest here and uh, train for the next season? And um, but then, um, luckily, it, it was uh, it was pretty uh, good in Novemesto, yeah. <laughs> pretty good, yeah. Putting up mildly, <laughs> so eleventh uh, place in the sprint, twelfth in the pursuit, nineteenth in the individual. You were seventh in the mass start, which tied your career best. You had uh, some pretty good relay legs in there as well. Um, I think in the uh, in the women's relay, you had the fastest leg for for the leg you were in. So um, I, I would say that was pretty darn good. Yeah, it was. But uh, I have to say, I really, really like Novemesto. Um, yeah. If you mm. if you saw my wrestles before, I had pretty good races there, like always. <laughs> um, instead of last year, because uh, last year I had some problems with the rifles. And uh, but yeah, is that because uh, of the crowd and the atmosphere, or does the track suit you really well? Or I, I really like the track. Normally, it's a really f- it's the fastest one. Um, so mm-hmm. the sprint normally it's like nineteen minutes. This year it was a little bit <laughs> different because yeah. the snow was so slow. Um, but uh, no, I think the people because uh, I always raced them when there were no people because the last time I think it was the uh. Cup there was COVID. And before yeah. it was just the junior cup, so there are not uh, that much uh, people. Sure. And uh, yeah, so but it was really incredible. So the the people there, they were so fair, and they also cheered for the Austrian. It was crazy because I, I thought, okay, they will just cheer for the for the Czech people. And <laughs> uh, finally, they were like really really fair, and uh, it was really nice to to run there. Yeah, it was. We were talking about it in a previous uh, episode that even, you know, in the individual, the last couple of athletes that were still by themselves on the track, they were still cheering them on and it seemed like most people weren't leaving. They were just staying there for until the last one was across the line. So, Yeah, that's really nice. It's amazing. They're big fans of Biathlon. I've never seen, I think it was 
there were 40,000 people like that. Wow. wow. And the master was sold out. That I think it was even more. <laughs> that's crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. That's that's great, though, right? I mean, um, mm-hmm. and, and I will say, being way over here and just watching on TV, like you can feel the excitement and the energy, you know, coming through the TV because everyone is just going wild and they're. I don't know. It seems like every other person is waving a giant flag. So there's just a lot of like energy and colors and, and excitement. So Yeah, that's um, right. I'm... But um, I saw the mustard uh, together with my dad when we were going home. And yeah. then uh, we, because my dad was watching too. And then we said that you can't see it in the television how, how, how many people and how loud it is. So it's like really? a little bit, but you can't imagine. You really have to go there once. It's so yes. loud. You can't. I did give an interview for the Austrian television. I couldn't even mm. hear myself speaking. So it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> so is this, is this your favorite crowd on the, of, of all the biathlon stops? Um, I, yeah, it's, I think last year, Le Grand Bonneau, it was even mm. louder and even yeah. more, more people, I think. So that this, this was really amazing. I think, I'm not sure it's because it was my second uh, World Cup there. So maybe it was because of that, that it was, uh, impressive. But mm-hmm. uh, it was also that the French people, they are totally crazy. It's, uh, <laughs> Also, so many people and uh, everybody is, sh- is shouting and yeah, it's it's crazy too. So maybe Novemesto and Le Grand Bonneau, the two. Mm-hmm. Achfields and gets pretty busy too, right? Yeah, it's getting just more Just at a different too. scale? It's it's different and there are a lot of German fans too. So the oh, okay. Germans mm. are also really loud. <laughs> so there are more Germans <laughs> yeah. than Austrian. But uh, it, it was nice too, yeah. It's always special for Filsen. Yeah. Well, yeah. As I say, speaking of speaking of good races, you also raced really well in Hockfieldson as well. So, um, sort of rose to the occasion. Yeah, it was nice there too. Um, I, I shot good. It was that uh, I was lucky or <laughs> lucky, but uh, it was good to to have a good shooting again because in Östersund uh, before it was horrible. I had a good running mm-hmm. shape, but shooting was not working at all. And I don't know why. Maybe because I had a I made a new rifle in summer. So I had oh. some difficulties, and uh, yeah, I'm happy that I learned to shoot again in Hofitzen. <laughs> yeah. Well, and talk about consistency. I don't know. I didn't check with others, but I mean, 90, 90, 90, 90.9 and 90, that's pretty darn consistent. Yeah. yeah. No, it was really good there. That, yeah. <laughs> so, so since you brought up your rifle, um, I was going to ask you later, but we might as well um, chat a bit about that. So... An athlete like you, when you need a rifle, I'm assuming you're not just going to Anschutz or a standard sports store and buy a rifle. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does that, can you tell a bit of how that works? Um, so like we a, have, a, um, yeah, there's different kind of ways how you can do a rifle. And so we in Germany and Austria, we have a guy who is doing it for us. And uh, it's it's really crazy how, he, how he's doing. You can't even imagine. He has just the wood in front of him. And then you go to him and you say, I want like this, like this, like this. So uh, like the hand should be like that form. And uh, I want that it's nearer to me. I want uh, that it's far away from me. So it's like... Uh, 
really individual how you how you do it and then he's uh, working on it so he needs three days for the for the rifle Mm-hmm. And uh, you always go there and then you say, okay, no, here you have to put away something again, and, uh, here too. And uh, finally, after three days, so it's, it's really just a piece of wood. And after three days, you have a rifle in front of you. So uh, oh. for me, it's always fascinating to go there because he has, I ask him if he has, um, how do you say, uh, something, how, if he's, if he's uh, painting it before. Or yeah, uh, yeah. how he's doing, you know, the chablone, I don't know what's the English word. Yeah, know? yeah, a mold yeah. or kind of yeah. a Yeah, mm-hmm. if he has Outline. something like yeah. this, because, and then he said, no, no, I have everything in my head. So uh, <laughs> it's really crazy. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and I think there's only a couple of those, of those specialists, right? I think there's one in, in uh, Italy. Yeah, and I'm I know there's sure. one in Germany one in Italy, and maybe Norway. One in Germany, yeah. And in France, they have uh, two or three. And uh, the others, I don't know how they... I think the, the Norwegian also have one or mm. two, maybe. Yeah. And do you, um, like, look into or work with 3D printing and that kind of thing um, um, for any no, part not, of your rifle? or uh, We not, so we only have wood. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard about it uh, in, in France, they do it. So they, they, I'm not sure if there's somebody who has a rifle of a free, a 3D printer. I'm not sure. But they, they have some yeah, parts, I think, I think uh, of the rifle. So just not yeah. the whole rifle, but some parts, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I saw uh, Emilien Jacquelin with one of the uh, companies yeah, in France. Could be. Could be, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so do you always, you know, when you're when you're zeroing or uh, just training in a stadium like Novo Mesto, do you kind of look around at other athletes and see if they have anything fancy or new on their rifles? Or um, Not really. Maybe sometimes you see, oh, that's a nice color. Maybe it would be nice right. to change it too. <laughs> but uh, not, not really. No. Sometimes I, I look at the Norwegians because they always have some fancy stuff on their rifles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you think, okay, maybe um, I have to try it too. But... Uh, yeah, the best is to stay with your right. rifle, to get used to your rifle, because if you change all the time, then uh, like I did this summer, um, you have always some problems afterwards. And then it mm-hmm. takes some time again until you shoot good again. And that's not right. always so good. So especially in winter, I just let it like it is. I don't change yeah. a lot, just a little bit, uh, because there are some shooting ranges which are a bit higher or lower. So I have to change here at the shoulder. Um, right. The thing mm-hmm. like which you see always is getting over the shoulder. You have to change this sometimes. Right. Um, but the rest I what let it. What do you call that like in German? Um, Schulterstück. <laughs> it's oh, it's yeah. a little bit different. Shoulder piece. Yeah. Shoulder, yeah. shoulder piece. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they call it butt end here, but. Uh... Butt end. Yeah, could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and and then so. When you got your new stock, was it just was the other one showing cracks or? Um, no, the first one I did when I was I think uh, sixteen years old, maybe. Oh, okay. And uh, it was mm-hmm. a little bit too small, so I decided right, I was right. really shooting not good, and uh, yeah, it was always falling like in front, like a little bit like mm-hmm. this, and it was mm-hmm. yep. yeah, the, it didn't fit anymore. Yeah. Okay, and then do you still have it? I still have it. Uh, I'm yeah. not sure what I'm doing with it. So I, I kept it as a reserve. 
Um, if yeah, yeah. somebody, if something happened mm -hmm. to the other one, or if I, I want to change again because I didn't feel comfortable, but that this didn't happen, so it's still here, and maybe I will give it to someone, and in the future mm -hmm. we will see. Right, right. Uh, last question, because I I can talk about this for hours, but yeah, um, would you be willing to tell uh, tell me how much you pay for a stock, like a custom stock like that? Um, so this one, but it's just the wood, you know, so there's no yeah. system or anything. It was about 3000. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's not a, it's not a cheap sport. That's for sure. But no, um, not at all. If you can, if you consider that it's yeah. a custom, custom made wood yeah. piece, it's just a yeah, piece of art really. It's because maybe there will be some which are cheaper. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, this guy, he's like, he really knows what he's doing and, mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. if it fits uh, to you you know um so it's yeah. not like something you buy in a store that really sure, fits yeah. you and uh, so it's it's worth to give the money because then you know okay oh, of and course, you yeah. have a good feeling also when you're shooting yeah, yeah. and it's yeah it's and, your job, and just for reference right? for for the listeners um yeah. here in canada at least if you buy just a a, a new standard and shoots biathlon rifle you're talking about five thousand dollars so um yeah. It's yeah, it's it's big money, but the nice thing with stocks too, they should last maybe not a lifetime, but they should last pretty long, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh. <laughs> so when you get the new rifle and you you take it home and you start practicing with it, how long until you start to feel comfortable? Um I thought not so I, I got it and I, I thought immediately, okay, this is it. Um it feels much better. But after some time, you see, okay, there you're getting more and more problems, but you don't really know what it is. So it, because uh, I don't know all the the things I'm doing, all the movements, it's already really in my head. So I also know how how the rifle is feeling in my hands, and um, suddenly all is a little bit different. So I'm not sure if it's in the brain. Um, oh, I don't know what it is exactly, but suddenly you you have. I, I talked with a lot uh, of athletes about it because a lot of athletes made some new rifles this season. Mm -hmm. And they always said, or they all said to me that they had like three months or they, they had that terrible shooting. And yeah. um, I can't really explain why. Um, maybe it's really the change for the brain or yeah. um, because I felt not bad. But uh, especially uh, in the lying position, it was it was horrible. <laughs> Standing was oh, okay, really? but lying. And then uh, in Östersund, it was turning around. So lying was okay, but standing was horrible. So uh, hmm. I don't know what it is exactly, <laughs> why it's not working. Well, it's working now. <laughs> now yeah. it's working. Yeah, that's the most important. Yeah, You're yeah. right. <laughs> well, and that was what I was going to ask is that what changed? What did you do during the break between Anholtz and, and the World Championships? Did, was there anything at all? Because it really seems like you got there and suddenly you were hitting everything um i really focused on shooting i did a lot of try shooting i forced mm -hmm. myself to shoot uh, faster that was also a uh, good in Novemester because my shooting time was oh, yeah. a little bit faster than mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. um because i'm a really uh, uh perfectionist um so i mm -hmm. i always i i can't shoot when i don't see 100 percent black and so I mm -hmm. had to learn myself, okay, you have to shoot earlier because if you wait too long in biathlon, it could be that uh, the, 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 the shot is getting outside, even though you were already inside the target. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little bit yeah difficult to explain. But uh, and also I, what I did uh, because I was sick before the season, um, so yeah. I missed a lot of hard trainings, which are really really important for me. Mm-hmm. So I said to myself, okay, in Oberdilia we will catch up. It's always a little bit difficult or yeah not good to say catch up because you don't really can catch up a training with you right. uh, what you missed so mm-hmm. um but i said okay i need it because i feel in the races the last loops are so hard so yeah. i did hard trainings and co- concentration on the shooting and uh, it worked <laughs> yeah so, i mean we we already covered the the terrific shooting if you look at your your uh course time ranks they were like, if you just look at worlds, it was a huge jump better from the second trimester, but it was even better than what you had in the first trimester too. So it was like, it was, it was definitely the best you had the shooting 90%. You had uh, two of your three fastest shooting times of the year. Um, you know, four of the seven fastest of the year were all, you know, last week. Um, like it, there's the, I mean, everything sort of, you know, really came together. I went back a little bit further too. If you look at your both uh, prone and standing, They've uh, they've both been slightly but definitively faster ever since the start of the second trimester. So I don't know if that's when you made a a, a, a definite change um, to that mentality of shooting a little bit faster. But um, I mean, you can definitely if you go look at the numbers, you get to the second trimester and you're a little bit faster, and then a little bit faster still once you got to world. So uh, clearly, it's coming together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I, I also had to think about my, not really my coach, but, but Dominic Landerdinger. He was, uh, um, before the World Champs, he was at our hotel. And then he said, uh, don't do a final exam of the shooting. <laughs> and I was always thinking <laughs> about that. And I said, okay, Anna, you go there now. When you see black, you're shooting. Mm-hmm. And it was really working. So the, the, the mixed relay, it was really perfect. Uh, it was perfect yeah. shooting. And then I said, okay, you go on like that. It was only the must start. I was really shooting slow again because I didn't miss the sh- uh, a shot uh, in the in the prone position. Sure, yeah. So I said to myself, okay, you really want the 100% now. So I don't care if I shoot slow, but I want the 100%. But uh, yeah, it was there was one mistake then. But uh, anyways, it was, yeah, I can't, ex- I can't uh, say something. So is that, <laughs> it, is it that still a, a mental change that you're working on to not think that way that oh if i if i shoot slower i'll i'll shoot better that you you build that confidence of even when you're shooting fast you'll you'll get them anyway yeah yeah there was a so i think it's good to to, to do both um because sometimes you have to shoot slow so it's mm-hmm. not the, when you when there's no wind and everything then you're you almost forced to shoot uh, to shoot fast because uh, like julia mm-hmm. simon or uh, all the other girls, it's uh, it's amazing how they are shooting, and sometimes they really lose uh, almost a penalty loop um, yeah. uh, in one shooting or in in, in four shootings. And uh, so, but I, it's also good to shoot f- slow because when there's wind, you can't like shoot like, really fast. Right. So then it's really important that you can do both. Right, and that's the yeah, that's the truth. You need to find it. The, you know the balance between them yeah, yeah. yeah. so that was it, you mentioned julie simone and that was actually a question i had written down was when you get to the range and you know how fast she shoots how aware of her or some of the other fast shooters are you um does it does it even cross your mind are you so like focused on your your targets or is it like are you just you you can hear her firing already and you're like well 
there she goes, you know, another 18 second shoot. Yeah, no, I, I heard it at the must start. I was like, okay, um, she's gone now, so uh, <laughs> yeah. let her run. The medals are, are gone already, and now you come here and you focus on yourself. But uh, yeah, it's not always that easy, but at, uh, at Novemester, I really managed to do it, to focus on myself. And uh, I said myself, okay, Anna, uh, you do your thing now, what you practice in training. And if you manage to do that, then you have a clean shooting and then you go on. So um, it's not always that easy. Like uh, in Ustasun, it was completely different. I was uh, listening too much to the others and not, I wasn't mm -hmm. focused at me. And then, uh, yeah, you are missing. That's for sure. Yeah. Um you, you, you've mentioned the mass start a couple of times, obviously a, a tremendous race and you finished in seventh, but I think you've, you passed, did you pass Thule? I mean, I think you guys were racing together right until the very end. So when did you know you were going to beat her? Uh, Julia, I'm not sure. Did I have a, Oh no, no, Thule, Tomingas. Ah, Tomingas. Yeah. Tomingas was, uh, um, I saw what I, I did knew, I did know that he, she's a really fast skier. Yeah. So, but I said myself, I saw in front of me also Lisa Hauser. So I saw, okay, there, because my goal of the season was always to have a sixth place to be at the flower ceremony. Mm -hmm. So I saw the sixth place and I told myself, okay, I will not give up yet because now it's the chance. Now I'm not far mm -hmm. of it. So Domingas, she was not really, so if I'm seventh or eighth, I, I just looked for the sixth place. <laughs> it was the most important mm -hmm. for me. So, uh, um, and then I said to myself, okay, as I saw that it's too far, I can't reach it anymore. I told myself, okay, now, uh, Domingas, you can beat her because you're a really fast sprinter. And, mm -hmm. uh, at the uphill, then I knew, okay, she has no chance. Um, and <laughs> I, I was really informed that day. It was, it was amazing. I was going yeah. and I, I wasn't tired at all. And it was a, a really nice race. I said to my dad, if it's always like that, that would be so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, if it's always that easy, why not? Yeah. <laughs> um, so is that a goal of yours for the rest of the year, the, the flower ceremony? Yeah, mm -hmm. it uh, was my goal uh, since the beginning. Okay. So it's still my goal. I yeah. didn't reach it yet. So. <laughs> well, not yet, but it's going to happen, right? I what was it so. last yeah, year? Still last have, year. Uh, some chances. Yeah, last year you cracked the top 10 in the, the very last opportunity, right? That's right, yeah. And I was also very close to the sixth place. So, yeah, yes. I hope one yep. day. <laughs> so, it's going to happen. It, yep. Is uh, beating Lisa a target for you as well? Um, yeah, this day I, I was uh, also thinking a little bit that it's a strange situation because when, you, when it comes really to a, a sprint in the finish with Lisa, Mm -hmm. um yeah it's not the same like when there is a finish with domingas for example because we are in the same team and i was thinking sure, about yeah. okay if we if it really comes to a sprint now how how do you do <laughs> yeah but um you wouldn't let a, her go though right uh, yeah i was not sure i really i don't know i don't think so no <laughs> it's uh <laughs> rest uh, individual sport so um yeah yeah, I'm almost almost starting to but... think you held back a little bit on that last lap to, uh, to, not, become, <laughs> no, to, no, to no. not get in that position. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's not a goal to beat her, but she's anyways a big idol, and she reached uh, right. a lot of uh, yeah, she had a lot of success already, and uh, it's a big goal to, to reach that too. 
and it's nice to see that I'm not uh, not far away from her. So that I right, do, right. maybe yeah. we have the chance one day to do the same like she did. Is she, is she a bit of the team captain kind of, or is everybody just kind of? She's the most experienced, so um, yeah, not not really. So it's we have a really nice uh, t- a nice group with the girls. Um, so you can't really say okay, she's like the boss now. Um, we are like all the same a little bit, you can say. Well, um, I mean, not the boss, but just more is everybody kind of looking up to her because she had those successes in the past and podiums yeah, yeah and... for sure for sure yeah, yeah. no everybody is uh, is a big fan and you also see when you are competing there how hard it is to reach that what she reached already so um no, mm-hmm. she's a big idol for everyone yeah mm-hmm. nice um so you have this time off now so you 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 took a couple days of rest um did you and uh and I apologize you mentioned that Emilian was was with you as well. Did you guys do anything specifically, you know, non biathlon fun just just you guys over the last couple of days? Uh not really. We went out uh, for uh, to eat in a restaurant. It was all <laughs> so it was the most exciting thing we did. And uh, otherwise, uh, we really enjoy to be at home and watching a film together, no stress. And, mm. um, What'd you watch? What did we watch? How is it again? How is it called with uh, Sam S- Smith? And uh, how is she? Which she she was in Barbie, um, Margot Robbie. Yeah, There's yeah. There's a film where they're where they're stealing the. Um, the with, uh, it's, it's, focus. It, um, it's focus it's focus yeah focus yes yeah yeah it's funny yeah my wife and i we just watched that like two weeks ago oh ah, really okay <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's always so yeah. hard to find a film we're always not fighting but it's always a discussion because yes. oh, yeah. uh, you always yeah. want to watch this and we have to, a completely different uh, opinion with films i don't know i'm <laughs> i'm in a completely different direction of films and he too so it's always hard to find what? a middle <laughs> so if you get to choose what do you choose uh, i'm not sure i'm more like these romantic films you know sure. <laughs> and yeah uh, i thought you'd say arnold schwarzenegger no <laughs> no that's that's his, his <laughs> that's his way that's <laughs> He's like arnold oh, okay. schwarzenegger <laughs> and um hangover well, and uh, yeah. you know the other stuff <laughs> focus focus so is a really stuff. good compromise yeah it was uh, it was a good idea yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Excellent. I'm, I'm um, very jealous because I I usually have to. Uh, I can only pick from movies that are below the 14 year old rating. Oh, because oh. <laughs> my kids. kids yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> but it's nice too. Like uh, Disney. Oh, absolutely. Film. I yeah, love no, it. there's Disney. It's yeah, the no, there's lots of options there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, uh, okay, and then and then you mentioned you're getting back into training. So when do you travel up to Oslo? And we are going on Tuesday to Oslo. Okay. Um, um, and yeah, until there we'll stay at home. Okay. And train You're... in Seafield. <laughs> oh, oh, Tuesday, next Tuesday. So like a week. Like in a week, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, a few more days. A few more days of, of home-cooked meals. So that's kind of nice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you usually stay in a hotel with a team or do you guys rent like a house that everybody stays in or... I uh, know we are always in a hotel, so I think hotel. 
um, last year in the EBU Cup, we have been in these little huts in, in Scandinavia, okay. but uh, normally we're always in hotels. Yeah. And then does the team still bring its own cook and staff and stuff? Or? Um, we had in Oberhof, we had a cook with us and now in Overmesto too. So always in the countries where we think it will be difficult with the food. Mm. Because Germany, it's known for yeah a lot of fat food, you know. Right, <laughs> and right. Novemesto, you when there is a world championships, then it has to be like really professional and they were right, really right. And yeah, he was it was really nice. So he was there. He was cooking for us all the day. Um, he didn't leave the kitchen one day. I think wow. it was incredible. Wow. <laughs> it was really nice. Well, you you need your uh, Kaiserschmarrn meat compote every yeah. day, right? Yeah. Is, do you still eat that sometimes? It, yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I miss that. I really miss that. I For the uninitiated, you, what to, is this? Are you going to Canada? Then I bring you some Kaiserschmann. <laughs> oh, please do. Please do. I would, I would love to try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's, I would just say it's kind of a mixture of like a pancake and, and more eggs. Yeah, my boyfriend always said uh, it's like a, a crepe. What you destroy? Right. No, oh. so it's a destroyed yeah. crab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you usually put some, I think, red berry, like a, a jam, almost on it. Yeah, you know the. Um, yeah, it's. A, I don't know if we have it too. And um, this, this uh, marmalade, um, or these yeah. berries. Yeah. yeah. The the red ones. Yeah. Um, it sounds yeah, delicious. It... This one or uh, the apple mousse. Yeah. <laughs> See, it so... reminds me of. Of when I was a kid and we used to ski in Austria. And then, uh, especially when I was younger, all you could get was uh, uh, Brot mit Würstel. <laughs> so bread and, and like a hot dog, basically, but then on a slice of bread. But yeah. uh, is it Bauernschnitt, the the dark Schnitzel? bread? Uh, Bauern, Bauern, Bauernbrot, we say, yeah. So it's, uh... Yeah, it's a very, I didn't like it. Let's let's put it that way. So we always were allowed to eat uh, Kaiserschmarrn. When we were skiing, so yeah. every time I, I see it somewhere, it makes me think of that. Yeah, no, it's really and, good. And uh, oh, the other one was, uh, is it Gamknudel? Gamknudel, yeah. Yeah, it's nice too. Yeah. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Although I, I have no idea how to, it's almost like, uh, imagine a dumpling, but then, yeah. I don't know, four times bigger, but then yeah, it has kind of, kind of a paste in it. Yeah, there's normally uh, um, aprikosa. In there, apricot. Apricot, yeah. Apri- yeah, normally you put apricot mom- jam in there. Um, and I think you don't have it. It's it's called germknödel, so there's germ in there. I'm not sure if you have it in America. It's like a sort of, and yeah, it's hard to explain. I, I, I tried to explain the Canadian the last time because we had yeah, it in Oberdiljach and they were also in our hotel. And uh, they don't have it, I think. put some butter so, on, right? Yeah, but I do. Uh, I'm not sure what what is in there. Uh, I've never done it by myself. <laughs> For the longest time, so they put some. I, it must be just like some black sugar or whatever on top. But, yeah, but for the longest time, sugar. everybody always told me that that was ashes. Oh, <laughs> uh, from, from the like I don't know. There was kind of a joke in the restaurant where we used to go. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> Oh no, that's just ashes from the fire from last night. And of course, as as a six or eight year old, you're like, "Oh, that's weird," but it tastes good. (laughs) So, RJ, we we are going to be inundated with food in Canmore because Nicholas is bringing gummy bears, and uh, Johanna is going to be bringing honey power. 
So we're just going to be we're going to need to bring bags to take all the all the all the trees <laughs> home with us. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to um, Canada? Sorry? What was that? I I live in uh, Camor. Or I, I live in, in Calgary, but I'm, I will be in Camor. Okay, oh, nice. And you yeah. too, Jordan? Or yes, yep, that's the plan. I oh, nice. I'm in I'm in Florida, but we'll be up there. Yeah. Ah, cool. So we will see each other there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, looking forward yeah. to okay, it. I finally, finally, uh, finally meet you in person. I was going to say put a face to the voice, but you can obviously see us. So, yeah. uh, no. <laughs> um, when you come, so when you come across, are you going to bring? Is it like the whole crew? So, uh, chef and all of the the support staff, or is it going to be sort of a slimmed down group? No, uh, we we don't have a lot of money anymore. I think <laughs> hmm. so. Uh, no, there's no chef. There is no. So we only take the coaches and the service team mm-hmm. with us. Only the people we really need for hundred percent. And mm-hmm. uh, we we are anyways five athletes, so um, five girls, five boys, um, plus coaches. Yeah, that will be all in the service team. Yeah. What do you uh, what do you know about uh, the Canmore? Have you have you raced in, in North America and Canmore specifically? No, I've never been in America. <laughs> never been in Canada. Okay. It's the first time for me. I the I had already two opportunities to go there. The first time it was uh, at the Junior World Championships, and then oh, yeah. I got sick. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year I I thought, okay, now I will go there. I have to go there uh, for the EVU Cup. But finally, mm-hmm. I qualified for World Cup, so yeah. <laughs> all the good things are free, we say in Austria. So maybe this yeah, year, Emilien was a little yeah. disappointed. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and this year is disappointed again. That don't go there. You can't go there again sure. because he's yeah. now in the View Cup. But right. um, yeah. Um. So so oh, sorry, Jordan. I'm just no, no. curious. So when you're on a, you know, you're going to a, a place where you don't know the track and the range and do you then mostly rely on some of your teammates that have been there or do you like have connections with like, I know, for example, Matthias, uh, Arns, I don't know if you know him, but, um, he has German roots. I mean, he's been in Canada and he's been Canada's coach. Like, are there connections in Europe of people that have been in Canmore a lot, for example, that you ask um... for tips or, not really. Sometimes I really like when I don't know the track because then I don't think too much before the race already. Right. So right. I'm just going there, and uh, um, it, I know already that it will be hard because it's an altitude. Um, that's yes. what I'm yeah. the most scared of. Um, but I think it's good that I don't know the track now there because then I'm okay. I'm in altitude and it's a hard track. It's going to be awful <laughs> anyway, you know. Um, so yeah, I think. Uh, you go there, you have, we have still some days to discover the track and everything. So I don't think it mm-hmm. will be a big problem. And, and so um, then I can make my own opinion too. So because when now somebody's saying here, yeah, it's a hard track and there's a, a long uphill and you have to take care of it. So I'm, I like more to make your own picture of the, right, of right. the tracks, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I was going to say, I can, I can ski ski for you and track it on gps but it will probably look like slow motion to you so i don't know if that would add a lot of value <laughs> that would be a good idea. <laughs> uh, and, and then yeah. uh for for waxing i'm guessing that the team learned a lot of thing at the ibu cup last year 
and that's being used that's again for right. But I heard before that uh, Canada is always a big surprise. It can have minus 40 degree and the next day 10 degree. Yeah. <laughs> so it will be always a, a little challenge. Yeah, and, it will definitely uh, yeah, be interesting. Yeah, for us it's also not so easy because uh, normally we have our wax track, track with us. Mm -hmm. So um, it's not here too. So we have to really look which skis we are taking with us. Mm. Yeah, um, right. And yeah, it's it's always a challenge to go there and bring everything with us at the same time in the airplane. Um, but it will be nice anyway. So I'm really looking forward to oh, yeah, America yeah. and Canada the first time. <laughs> well, and I'm guessing for most athletes, they will have no experience or very limited experience other than the Canadians and I'm guessing Americans. But What did you say again? Sorry. Oh, that, that most yeah. athletes, not just Austria uh austrian athletes but from a lot of other nations it will be their first time in Canada yeah, yeah, or the, you know yeah, maybe the sure, second yeah. time but yeah um, no uh, we, we don't have the opportunity uh, a lot of times to go there yeah? so it will be right. a lot of athletes uh, uh, a new place yeah that's right yeah but lisa i, li I think lisa said uh, she has been there i think seven times already so yeah, well, she's been around for a while, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm sure Simonator. Yeah. Uh, Simonator, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh. Yeah, he'll he'll tell you stories yeah. about the 2002 Olympics, but yeah. I, yeah. I was thinking of yeah. the uh, 88 Olympics. <laughs> oh, the 88 Olympics. So the most scared I'm of the flight to go there because it's so long and I have a little bit of problems with long flights. So <laughs> it'll be not a problem at all. You'll just pass right out. You'll sleep. It'll be great. I hope or so. <laughs> load up all your movies, all the movies yeah, that that I, I you will, can never I watch will. with Emilian. So, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. So you you were saying you have never been over here. After the after the the racing ends, do you have to immediately go back to Austria for national championships, or do you get to spend some time traveling around and seeing new stuff? Um, no, it's uh, the first time that we have nothing after the the season. I'm not sure if it's uh, due to the to the snow conditions at the moment, um, but uh, we don't have any nationals, so nothing. So oh. uh, um, Emilia and, and I, we decided to go to Livigno to train some days there because there mm -hmm. we have, I hope, for 100% uh, snow. <laughs> um, so we go there, I think, uh, yeah, nine days. Okay. And uh, then we planned our holidays. So then we go, yeah, to a warmer place. <laughs> Where are you going? If you don't mind me asking, I think last year it was Thailand. Yeah, last year we have been in Thailand, and this year we are going to Dubai for um, three days, oh. and then uh, to the Seychelles. Wow! Yeah. Oh, wow! <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, we are really looking forward to that. Yeah, because uh, I think I think I saw pictures last year. I think uh, of an elephant and snakes and all sorts of crazy things. So you yeah, guys clearly were having a blast. Thailand was already really nice. Yeah? Um, we did, yeah. did some insel hopping, so we didn't just stay at one place. So we saw really a lot of stuff. And um, yeah, it was a nice holiday, holiday, but really, really hot. So uh, that was the, mm. the most awful thing that it was so hot. Because <laughs> before we have been in Oslo to train a little bit, so like minus 10. And two weeks yeah. after, we had like 40 degrees. It was a complete Ooh. change for the body. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Do yeah. you get any other any other holidays during the during the break? Like, do you get to go away for any time, or is it just like a, a training regimen for the next several months? 
yeah, it's the only time where we go on, on holiday. So there is um, mm. April is we always say it's a little bit the, the party time where you can join yeah. life and everything. And uh, so to take two weeks off, uh, yeah, it's the longest time where we have, where, which we uh, can take off, you know, so where we really do nothing in this time. Mm-hmm. And we have some holidays again in September, but I'm more the type of athlete who is uh, training all the time. So I don't really yeah. like to do a, uh, a week again where I go to the sea or I don't know, because I really don't like to change a lot from hot to cold mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I relax and uh, yeah I, I I prefer the two weeks now and then train again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> One and with vacations like that, my goodness, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, uh, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah, it will it will be really nice. So. <laughs> and so you still go for runs on your trip then, or do you ab- do no. absolutely nothing? <laughs> no, really nothing. No. I, I remember last year in uh, in Thailand, I, I brought my, my shoes with me, my running shoes. And I was like, okay, maybe I will go for a run on the beach. But no, <laughs> I was not motivated <laughs> one time to go out there in the sun. Good. And I was doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> my coach, See, to my... me, that seems normal. And I, I think instantly of Baiba, who's, who's just a little bit crazy, I think, Baiba Bendika. Because yeah. she goes to the most gorgeous places in the world, and she's either biking or running. Yeah. Or <laughs> no, that would be nothing uh, for me. Sometimes <laughs> you have to relax. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of Baiba, um, this is just something I've been I've been thinking about all year long. Is like watching her and Justine Breza uh, Boucher uh, uh, competing as moms. Um, and I want to be really careful how I phrase this because this is not me saying that like all women have to be moms, but um, does it change the way you think about the future of your career and like how your life would, you know, play out or, you know, I'm just curious how, you know, what it's been like having them racing as, as moms. Um, yeah. I can't imagine to be a mom and racing at the same time, because I think it's a, it's a really special time what you, which you don't have a lot. And you have to mm-hmm. join it mm-hmm. a little bit, you know. And when you're on races, yeah. I, I talked also to Justine, uh, and she says, "Yeah, no, uh, um, she's at home at the moment. She stays with her grandma or with her dad, and uh, but we will see each other in Antalts again. So it's like really a long time. And in this time, I think the the baby is like getting bigger, and there are so much changes. Oh, so mm-hmm. I really want to." discover all of these moments um so it would be nothing for me but i can understand also like justine or baiba which are doing it like that because they're still really in form and in shape and Mm -hmm. they had some life goals maybe they didn't reach yet so um yeah they they did it like that and maybe there are also some opportunities that they can see their um the kids more often um but Mm -hmm. for me personally i would stop it then so i will really say okay now time for family and uh yeah sport is over right. now. <laughs> yeah 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 it's just it's as a as a guy like it's just not something that really you know because your body is not so much different right obviously you're more tired and you're dedicating more time to your to your kids as a as a as a dad but as a mom like it just is such a it totally change totally changes your your body and your life so yeah um, that's right yeah i've, I've said then, many times how incredible i think it is that they're able to do it but yeah 
But um, I also had a, a friend of mine who was writing, um, um, how do you say it? We have like a, these final exams and they have to write some studies about a, mm -hmm. a topic. And she mm -hmm. was writing about the pregnancy and sport. And mm -hmm. uh, if, you are, if you have the baby, then afterwards you have 20%, you're 20% more in shape, you know, so you have a little oh. increase of your shape. And uh, I think a lot ah. of women use it too um, to be yeah. even more in shape than before, maybe. So uh, that's yeah. the reason <laughs> why maybe some of the women still try to, to push a little bit <laughs> because yeah. They, yeah, they use it. <laughs> yeah, it's almost it's doping. A it's a, it's a training plan yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, it's but it's natural yeah <laughs> but yes can, yeah i know yeah yeah oh man um it is honestly, it is sorry it is good though that um like clearly there's examples of people that want to have a family but also still race that there there's people doing that very successfully right cuz yeah. there was always a bit of the general mindset for female athletes that once you have a baby you're kind of done as an athlete and i think you know we've got a bunch of really good examples now recently but also uh, i think magdalena forsberg yeah also came back i'm not sure if it was mm -hmm. her but uh so i always think that's that's really good to see for for those who want to that that's definitely an option and yeah that's right it doesn't yeah. have to mm -hmm. be career ending yeah that's right so I was going to say, you have a, uh, a very strong social media game. And uh, are you 100% in charge of that? Because I am very much impressed by the, the creativity as well as like the balance between like your creativity and the fact that you're able to, you know, be so good at your, your sport. Partially, it's just that is an area of my brain that just doesn't work. So is that, is that like all you when you're in charge of running all that? Uh, yeah, thank you that you like it. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, completely me uh, who is <laughs> doing it. Um, so I sometimes have a little bit of help from my mom. Um, sometimes she's sending me some reels and she said, oh, that would be nice if you can do that too. And uh, then we change mm -hmm. it a little bit. So it has to do with uh, something with sport. And yeah. uh, it's like a little hobby for me um, beside the sport. I really like to cut videos and, uh, you know, being a little bit creative and um mm -hmm. yeah and uh it's good that uh, finally the people like it too and yeah. it makes a lot of fun <laughs> at the same time yeah. so uh <laughs> speaking of the the reels right so one of them i ran across was uh it was uh, you were making a joke about doing your taxes and so my question was did you ever get your taxes figured out <laughs> no it's completely something i i this is something i can't do by myself <laughs> uh, my mom, she's a book holder, so that's already good. So she's oh, good, doing all yes. that stuff for me. I, I'm doing the, the Instagram stuff, and she's doing the paper stuff. Um, so uh, yeah. no, this is something I, I really. I was like sitting in there, and they were explaining something, and I was like, "Please do it yourself." I have no idea what <laughs> you're talking about. It's horrible. <laughs> it's hard. I just, you know, it is, it is, especially when, when your field is somewhere like totally different and, and you're just like, I have no idea. I have no idea. I understand the words. I don't understand what they mean. Yeah. It's, 
Yeah, it's a. Uh, it, it was really horrible. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I think it's good that they are doing it and they're good in it. And <laughs> yeah, and my mom is doing the rest. So uh, yeah, that's good. Nice. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. Um, and then and then connected uh, the Austrian women. You guys always announce your relay team on social media in a very creative way. And so is that you also, or is that somebody from the act from the social media group, or is that you as a group who decides this? I asked you about this last time and you guys have only gotten more creative since then. So I just, <laughs> I had to ask again. Um, yeah, last, last year it was the idea from Dunia. Uh, mm-hmm. And this year I, the, the girls were sitting together and we said, yeah, we have to do a video again. And our physio, she showed us a video where she showed us a dance. It was mm-hmm. so hard, and I said, hey, we can't do that in one week. Uh, we have to <laughs> do races, so uh, it's impossible. And then I I remembered I had, uh, uh, I saw a video, and I showed them, and I said, okay, it's like really easy. Nobody gets hurt. Uh, <laughs> we should oh, good. do like yeah. that. And uh, yeah, it, uh, everybody was, yeah, it's a good idea. Let's do it. And it was really fun to do. And uh, yeah, that also was a big success, <laughs> the video. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was yeah, it was really well you, done. You don't want to have a did not start on the, uh, the results. <laughs> on the <list> because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did not start Instagram. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I, I've got some. I've, I've one more relatively serious question, and then I've got some silly stuff written down. So RJ, I don't know if you have more serious questions that you want to get into. Uh, no, nothing, nothing in particular. Seriously. Uh, so uh actually I, I lied, I've got two more. Um how uh did the the Red Bull uh relationship come about? Because that's that's pretty prestigious, right? Yeah, it was a big honor for me to be in the Red Bull team. Um I was already in the in the how do you say junior Red Bull team, so uh, sure. for the for the young athletes. I've mm-hmm. already been in this team before. And um yeah, it was Dominic Landerdinger who was the coach in there and we had some mm-hmm. uh, trainings camp together and everything. And uh, last year they said, okay, Anna, we are really impressed uh, what you did the last uh, year in the in the World Cup. Um, we really want to do an individual sponsoring with you. Uh, are you in the team? And I was like, yeah, for sure. It, is, it was a big dream always, you know, and being a Red Bull athlete, you you see Dorothy Avira is in it uh, um, I don't know from the ski alpine, uh, uh, the the most famous uh, ski alpine, yeah. and, and uh, yeah, I can you know there are a lot of athletes in there, which you know Lindsay yeah. Vaughn, yeah. for example. Yes, and yes. I was like, wow, it's a really big honor to be in there too, and uh, yeah, I said immediately, immediately, yes, for sure, yeah. And it's an Austrian company, right? It's an Austrian company, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, in Salzburg, the company, right? Fusche. and yeah mm-hmm. so it's really nice to to have a, an austrian company on the head you know which is like famous in all over the world <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah 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 huge so I mean, are you it's, uh it's as big as it gets are you, so when you're in dubai is that when the formula one is also there by any chance or i'm not sure we will be there the 10th to the 14th of april i think yeah mm-hmm. i've not sure if it's would there be, already. Would be fun to get some uh, backside VIP yeah, passes right. through Red Bull. That'd be pretty yeah. nuts. <laughs> um, and then 
I know that you race on, at least I think now my memory is failing me. You race on, on Fisher skis, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So the new, so we've talked about like the, the Madshus, the skis with the new, the new binding technology. And I don't know if you got a chance to see those at all, but um, do you have any, any initial thoughts on any improvements that they might lead to performance or um, yeah, I, I just don't know how much you've actually been able to see them. Uh, yeah, I saw a video about it, um, and I talked also with my dad about it because uh, he was in, cr- in cross country before too. He was an athlete too, a really successful athlete. Um, so uh, he said to me that it uh, was already in a year before. I'm not sure of which kind of company, mm. maybe Fisher, mm-hmm. but uh, they said no, uh, it's not good, and now it's coming again. And, Interesting. Uh, it's yeah, it, it would be interesting to test it. Um, I have no idea if it's working, but uh, if you think about it, it's logical that there's, there's yeah. it's going to be faster if you have more punch, you know, in the snow. Mm-hmm. So why not? Uh, yeah, I really would like to try it once. Right. Yeah, and and because we we talked about it in particular about uh, Sterla and and his sprint win over uh, JT Bo and. Um, in particular, how, uh, you know, over the last uh, kilometer or so, like that's where he really, like he pulled it out at the end. And do you think it... Did he run already with one of it? I didn't know that. I think, I think RJ, correct? But but like like Ray, I'm I'm 99% certain that he was running the new boots and binding. Okay, I didn't know. The other matches, skiers, I'm not 100% sure. But Mm -hmm. uh, and and from what I've read and, and heard about it so far, which is not a lot, but it seems like it's not even maybe the speed, but it's more the more efficiency, which made me think mm-hmm. maybe that's why uh, Sturla had just a little bit of energy left, maybe to to beat mm-hmm. him by what three three yeah. and a half seconds. Yeah, but, it was real close. Yeah, I just <clears throat> I really hope that it's not going to be uh, back to the old binding wars because uh, was it what about <laughs> ten years ago where you had like the solemn. SNS mm-hmm. pilot or whatever, and then Fisher had its own bindings, and you had the triple end. And mm. if you had boots, but you needed new skis, it didn't fit. And <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, mm. hopefully, if everybody finds that they work, they can uh, just make it the new standard. Yeah. But All I think right. the boots here in Canada oh, are sorry. going for $1,200 Canadian. Okay. One pair of boots. <laughs> so. Maybe yeah. maybe you with sponsoring that might not be a, as big of a deal, but yeah. I don't think I'll be skiing those anytime soon. <laughs> uh, last couple of things, we'll let you get out of here. Yeah. Um, are you going to watch the Junior Worlds at all this weekend and into next yeah, week? Yeah, for sure, for sure. We have uh, big chances. Um, the, yes. We have some really good Austrian girls, also a boy um, at the moment. So I, I hope that they will bring home some medals, but I'm almost sure that... Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you know the fellow? Um, your fellow Anna, is, right? Yeah, Anna Andexer, for example. She's uh, she was really good. She, she's really impressing what she did the last the last weeks, uh, also in EV mm-hmm. Cup already. And yeah, yeah she's uh, our big hope in the Austrian Federation that um, well, yeah she will all, come all three to Annas. the World Cup soon. <laughs> Yeah, then we have three Annas, and with our our physio, uh, she's called also Anna. So we have four Annas oh my gosh. in the in the team. <laughs> Too <Yeah>. many Annas. <laughs> do, do you know really the athletes name. quite well on the on the junior team, or is that just a little sort of too far away? 
Um, no, I was with them in the trainings group last year. Um, okay. Also, Anna, she was in this uh, Red Bull team before. Uh, so we, we know each other, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I've been noticing her uh, all season. And, and yeah, so i uh big, big fan. So hopefully good things for her uh, and the whole team uh, this, this coming week. Last questions. Yeah. Uh, these are just totally silly ones. Uh, noticed from your Instagram that I didn't realize this before, but you're kind of secretly jacked. Like you have awesome arms. So who are the most jacked athletes on the, uh, on the World Cup? What does it mean, jacked? Like oh, when you huge have... muscles, big muscles. Huge muscles. muscles. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, in the World Cup, I think it's, uh, I think Julia Simon, she is, uh, yeah. it's incredible, her arms. Is <laughs> that, is that why she goes with short sleeves all the time? Is she just trying to intimidate <laughs> everybody with her, with her bulging muscles? <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe he's, uh, yeah, when she's shooting, to... she, she pumps her, her, yeah. uh, bicep. She wants, extra, she extra wants extra to make to, uh, to... the men jealous, I think. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's yeah. why the men never race in short sleeves. <laughs> That's right. Uh, they're too scared of Julia. <laughs> yes, uh, I I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's incredible. But I, but I also saw a, a photo of Lisa Vitozzi in in I think it was Wiesbaden, and she's always she she's she's oh. really thin, but also the muscles it's incredible, like really defined. You know, to say definite. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. She's, okay. She's crazy that's not somebody I would have thought of. When you asked that question, no, yeah, no, but, uh, yeah, what? but uh, Julia, it's uh, <laughs> she's crazy. Yeah, I yeah. don't know what she's doing, push up every day or <laughs> incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's all the. Have you ever seen her her Instagram? It's all the woodworking she's done. Yeah, that's right. Maybe it's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and last thing, do you have a set roommate on the World Cup? Um, like a roommate with, which I am always with. Yes, the, yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm always uh, with Tamara Steiner. Okay. How did you pick her? Um, and like... uh, and what is the most embarrassing thing that you're allowed to share about her? <laughs> um, I picked her because uh, she's she's like a really nice girl. So you could yeah. never fight with her, her about something. And she's always, uh, she, says, she says yes to everything, you know. So yeah. like, uh, I don't know, should we open the window? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, do it. Do it. <laughs> uh, you know, she's like, she's never saying, no, no, don't open the window now. It's too cold outside, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, oh, is there a story I can tell? Yeah, maybe this, it's really funny. We always laugh about it. Uh, she hasn't a time feeling. So when she, when we say, okay, tomorrow we are going at nine to the training, then in her head, she's saying, okay, I have to prepare myself at 8.30 already. And sometimes uh-huh. she's already ready on 8.30. And I say to Damara, okay, Damara, we leave at 9, not at 8.30. Oh, no, I completely uh, changed. You know, she's, she, I don't know. She, she's always, yeah, it's, it's a mix of, of time in her head. Yeah. I don't know. It just, <laughs> it's really it just, funny. Yeah, it, she, just, she just gets it all jumbled. So wow. I never ask her when, when we are leaving because I'm... So 100% sure that she has no idea. <laughs> <when we're leaving. laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, you, you keep her on schedule then. Yeah. yeah. And that's why she chose thought. you. Yeah, yeah. maybe. <laughs> um, Anna, thank you so much. Um, uh, we really appreciate this. We had a great time last year. Yeah, we absolutely. had a great time this year. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna keep bothering you until, until, you know, you, you finally say no to us. So, uh, 
<laughs> no, no, that will never happen. I'm really looking It's forward nice to to, to, to meet you. in person. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really yeah. Nice. Me, me as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, looking and definitely, forward to that too. I don't know the names of the snacks that RJ wanted, but make sure you bring them because we need them. You know, <laughs> happy in. Yeah, I will. I will have to do it like uh, fresh there. In oh, when we have yes, a kitchen, please. I right. hope oh, I don't yeah, promise too great. much now. When yes. I have to have a kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Then I'll I'll give uh, you a ride like I did with Emilien uh, from the yeah, from perfect. the biathlon stadium <laughs> to the hotel. He's staying uh, right next to me, Emilien. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Want to say hello? So yeah, it's it's your it's your personal it's your personal hello. chauffeur. Hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can hear you, but uh, hello. I can't hear you. How are you doing? Oh, yeah, I can't hear you. Okay. Have good times in America and show Anna how good the Ken Moore is. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you got it. You got it. Wow. Yeah, they will do it. Okay. Um, actually, so right. before you go, I got to ask you behind you, is that like a, is that a, is that a fake wall? No, it's it's a it's a, how do you how do you call it again? <laughs> uh, oh, is it? Where you put things in there? I'm, it's horrible. My English. A, I have to a closet. Sorry. Uh, a closet. Thank you. A closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I always door. have the, 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 the French words in my head. It's horrible. My English. Uh, the the way that the the way the doors lined up, it looked like something you would just put up there because you were trying to to block what was behind us. It's just no, it's just the way it looks a, on the screen. There's a mess in there, so that's why. Oh, I good. <laughs> I don't want it yeah. closed. <laughs> well, it's yeah. a good thing you can't see my room because yeah. there's a mess behind me too. <laughs> All right, get out of here. You guys go have a good, yeah. good rest of your evening. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks you a too. lot. Great to see you. Okay. Bye. Bye. See you the next time. <laughs>